0: Are you one of the many couples who began your relationship in what we call the high octane or honeymoon stage, but now life has you wondering, where did all that love and connection go?
1: Hey, if this sounds like part of your current story, welcome to the Red Truck Marriage Podcast. We want to help you experience God's best in marriage, a relationship that is stronger, deeper, and more exciting than ever before.
0: So meet my wife and co-host, Stuart Anderson.
1: And he's my husband and co-host, Dr. David Anderson.
0: It's time for you to become the heroes of your marriage story. So let's get started. everybody, and welcome to the Red Truck Marriage Podcast.
1: Hello, everyone. We are so happy to be back in our podcast studio after being away for a week.
0: We really are. You know, I had the privilege to be in Seattle last week and speaking to a group of awesome folks, sailors and their family members as they return from deployment.
1: You know, David, whenever you travel like that to go speak to our service members, I I know because I've been there that it's such a special time. I didn't get to go this time, but, you know, it just reminds me that whenever we get a chance to say thank you to a service member and their spouse or loved one, we should always acknowledge that their sacrifice involves so much. It's not just for their service, but they're away from the ones who they love and For whoever they leave behind, they have to do it all alone, doing it by themselves, staying at home. So there's just so many layers of sacrifice there that um, we should give thanks for.
0: Man, that is so true. So folks, when you do acknowledge a service member, maybe you're in a grocery store or pumping gas at a station, uh, man, say more than just thank you for your service, but instead Thank you for all your sacrifices to me and others you don't even know.
1: Yeah. You know, I also know something else. I had a service member to tell me this one time. I invited him to come speak to my kindergarten class. Uh It was wonderful. But he said that whenever you want to say thank you to a service member, because that was something important that I encouraged the kids to do. He said, whenever you say thank you, you can always also say or ask what was your role or what did you do there? And mm. that way it, it opens up a conversation yeah. with the service member to explain, well, I was a helicopter pilot or I worked in communications, and they can explain their job, and it just is so much more meaningful.
0: Sure, and I guess it gives them an opportunity to tell a small piece of their story mm-hmm. uh, being downrange, right? I, that's a great, great uh, Tidbit right there. I think that's important.
1: Well, what a great way to start this podcast. It's so important to acknowledge and affirm all the amazing pr- people in our armed services.
0: Yes. And you know what? Um, this is really a great uh, kind of segue into our podcast episode number 43. How to Make Affirmations Matter to Your Spouse.
1: Mm, It really is. We want to talk about how to make affirmations a powerful force in your marriage, and frankly, in any relationship.
0: Yes. So listen, uh, friends, the meaning of affirmation is the act of affirming or asserting or stating something, right? So it's affirming, asserting, or or stating something. Um, you know, I used to love watching, and this is going to date us some, Stuart, and uh, not that Saturday... I did not watch this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, you know, Saturday Night Live is still uh, rocking and rolling. But uh, back in the day, I used to love watching Stuart Smalley, right? Now, this was a fictitious uh, character, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But he had this little deal. It was a run-on every week. Uh, daily affirmations, right? And it would always start off, he would say, I'm good enough. Uh, By the way, looking in a mirror uh, (laughs) at himself, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me, right? (laughs) And I remember this one episode, uh, Michael Jordan happened to be the guest on Saturday Night Live. So uh, Jordan, you know, did this uh, little skit with him, uh, The Daily Affirmations. And uh, I mean, folks, you just have to Google it, right? It's, it's on Google. It's the funniest thing. But basically, you know, he's trying to help Michael Jordan feel more confident about himself, right? As though Michael needed more confidence, right?
1: Right. Well, you know, full disclosure, let me correct what I just said. I did watch some Saturday Night Live back in the day, but I never saw Stuart Smalley. So David found the clip on YouTube, and it's hilarious. You can go find it on YouTube, Stuart Smalley. Um But on a more serious note, let's just say affirmations are such a part, a huge part of a strong, healthy marriage. And that's the message we want you to hear today. Mm. You know, the Apostle Paul in the New Testament tells us to encourage one another and build each other up. And this is really what it means to affirm your spouse.
0: Absolutely. So we're going to dive right in to what makes a powerful affirmation in marriage to, you know, to your spouse.
1: Mm -hmm. And we want to give you just a few principles that we really believe will make these moments with your spouse meaningful.
0: Mm -hmm. So listen, folks, uh, just a few principles today, but I I really think that there's a lot of meat on these bones, right? Uh, So the first one is authenticity, okay, that a strong affirmation, a meaningful affirmation has to be driven by authenticity. Our words must come from our heart, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where there's no strings attached or a hidden motive. You know, uh, when, when our words of affirmations, they come from a hidden motive, it oftentimes, and almost always, it, it feels patronizing or manipulative, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Right, you yeah. know to uh, an important point to make that it it has to be authentic, otherwise it will sound patronizing,
1: you know what I thought of when you talked about authenticity is that it really takes the act of slowing down and being present in the moment so that yes. your words are authentic about what you're about to say
0: exactly you know the the kind of the key word, the big word these days is mindfulness to be in the moment w- mm-hmm. with interactions like this, because they're so sacred. Um, I think it's sometimes difficult, you know, if you think of about hidden motives, um, to be fully aware of our motives. I, I know that's true in my life, but having said that, we need to always ask the question, why do I want to affirm my spouse? Um, because of my love for her or him, um, Maybe I want them to see what I see in them, right? Um, maybe I want to affirm them. Maybe my motive to affirm them is because it's absolutely true mm-hmm. what I'm going to say mm-hmm. to them um, versus some hidden motive or you know some string attached where I want to get something out of it um, versus... The reasons I just stated, because mm. I love her, uh, because I want them to see what I see, or because it's just absolutely true.
1: Well, that takes some thought, right there, to stop yourself and be aware of that. Absolutely, and question yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, another pr- principle that we want you to um, to hear today is about praise versus encouragement. Mm. Praise versus encouragement, and we really want you to listen in on this. Because it might change your perspective about these two words or your understanding of these two words.
0: Yeah, and this is really big, folks. Um, You know, we talked about this uh, one time and I don't know, several episodes back when we were talking about um, effective parenting. Um, But I want to take a concept out of this author um, that I I really enjoy her read. It's Dr. Uh, Jane Nelson. Uh, Her book, In Positive Discipline, It it was based in the work of Alfred Adler, and this guy, very famous in like my field, he's an Australian psychiatrist, Um, but she talked about the difference between praise and encouragement in her book, right? So praise is the positive feedback a child gets for how well they accomplish a task, right? So we praise them. Uh, man, you did such a great job uh, painting that picture, you know, to little Johnny. That's praise. We're, we're giving them positive feedback for the job well done, so to speak. Whereas encouragement, it acknowledges character in that person. So for like little Johnny who did an awesome job painting that picture, you know, you may say, Godly Johnny, you know, the, the colors that you chose to do that picture uh, was so creative. I could see all your creativity come out in your art.
1: Now, let me say this. Uh, we don't want to lose you on the turn here, because we did start this episode by talking about affirming your spouse. But what David's talking about is just previously when we talked about this this principle of praise versus encouragement, it was in relation to your children, perhaps. And yes. That's what you might remember him talking about, but we are talking about this in in relation to adults. Yeah, of course. And,
0: and that's a great point. And I appreciate you saying that because obviously, you know, we're not talking about praising or encouraging children. Mm-hmm. We are talking about adults, your spouse, but there's so much truth to this. There's so much mm-hmm. application to this for adults as well, you know, to to encourage The character that you see in your spouse just has so much more meaning than some tasks that they've done. That's that's my point.
1: Right. Well, let's let's talk for a moment. What does authentic affirmation or encouragement look like between spouses?
0: Well, as I said, it's more about the character we see, and not how well our spouse did something. Mm -hmm. So listen, and this is big. I think when we acknowledge to our spouse. The characteristics of Christ, we see in them, it is encouragement at its best.
1: Mm. Now that makes a lot of sense to me. The Scripture says we are made in His image. So when you see the characteristics of Christ come out in your spouse, say so.
0: Yes, absolutely, say so. So, for example, let's say you've you've been working hard on um, well. I'll tell you what, I'm going to sw- shift gears. This is going to be a real live example. Mm-hmm. So for you in the past several weeks, you've been working hard on a project.
1: Me, Stuart. Yes, you, Stuart. Hard. You have
0: a product launch. We're going to do this fall. Right. Right. Now, for you listeners, you, you're going to hear way more about this uh, probably in August. So stay tuned. Okay. We're really excited about it. But so you've been doing all this work on the product launch. All right, Stuart, on kind of our website stuff, uh, all kinds of uh, technology that has been a part of this. So instead of me saying how awesome the work is that you've done, I instead, when I encouraged you or affirmed you, I wanted you to hear that I saw the incredible effort you have been given to the project or the perseverance that you've been using and clearly, clearly using, or the creativity, or watch this, the love you have for the couples it will serve. Hmm. Like, I see that. So when I talk about acknowledging the characteristics of Christ that I see in you or our listeners see in their spouse, like in this example, I saw your perseverance. I saw your creativity. I saw your love for other people. And that's what I wanted you to hear about. I wanted you to know I see it.
1: Well, thanks, honey, for saying that. And those words really resonate with me because it really gets to the depth of my work, that mm-hmm. I was using my creativity and I was persevering and working long hours on it. And it was for an ultimate purpose of serving others. So sure.
0: So, but doesn't, Thanks for
1: acknowledging that.
0: Y- you're, you're so welcome. And I, I just want our listeners to to hear me say that it's powerful when it comes from a spouse. Mm-hmm. So you just said, thank you for saying that. Right. Um, of course, like I know that sound that, that feels good for you to hear that, that somebody close to you sees the character of God coming out of you um, in a, in the course of a day. Mm. Right. Mm.
1: You know that, thanks again but and it's not to say that we you don't you can't ever talk about a job well done of course that's part of affirming but the rule of thumb is just build one another up by acknowledging the characteristics of christ that you see in them
0: yes that's so true and and you're right it it is it's not like off limits to say hey This stuff you're doing on this website uh, Mm -hmm. with the graphics and whatnot, it's really awesome. Like, yeah, that's important to say that too. But listen, think about it. Would you rather hear from your spouse that they appreciate like you getting up so early to go to work or that they see your love and commitment to the marriage and family that makes you get up at an ungodly hour to go to work. Mm. Like, which one of those feel better to you?
1: Right. Or to say you're such a great mom for helping our son get dressed for school. Or I notice all the patience and grace you gave to Johnny this morning when you were helping him get dressed.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, like, to me, it's a no-brainer, right? Um, so let's move on to the final principle for making affirmation meaningful. All right. So the first one, let's just kind of go back for just a minute. The first one is authenticity. Mm -hmm. The second one is a boatload more encouragement than praise. Right. Right. And the last principle is to check your expectations at the door.
1: Mm. Now, what we mean by that is... Don't expect a certain response from your spouse. People sometimes have difficulty accepting authentic affirmation.
0: Gosh, this is so true. Particularly if given authentic affirmation is new to your relationship or if historically the affirmation came with a hidden motive. So right.
1: right. And what what we mean is it might be difficult for someone to receive it and just simply say, thank you, that means a lot to me. Sometimes you might get a just a complete pushback, kind of like somebody yes. says, you know, if you give them a compliment on how they look and they go, oh, this old thing, you know, they kind of push the, the, right. the, the, <laughs> the, the good the, words aside. The, and this old receive dress. It. Right. <laughs> right. So sometimes, you know, we, and I've been guilty of this, feel uncomfortable or unworthy of the affirmation. And I verbalize that, sure. and so spouses may do the same thing. Take the example we used earlier, when the husband acknowledged all the patience and love he saw he saw in his wife when she was helping her son get dressed. She may sabotage the affirmation by saying, "Yeah, if you only knew how frustrated I really felt," or something <laughs> like that. Right. But but so how should one handle that?
0: Well. I would say, first, don't be discouraged, Mm -hmm. right? If you get pushback when you're trying to give authentic affirmation or encouragement, um, please don't be discouraged. Why? Because your affirmation or encouragement is authentic, right? With no strings attached. Mm -hmm. So it may come from a very authentic place. You meant it from the bottom of your heart, so to speak. But you may get pushback, right? Because your spouse... Like we said, you know, oftentimes it's hard to get affirmation, to receive it and simply say, thank you. That meant a lot to me.
1: Right. But guess what? The more you do it, the better it's going to be received. Exactly. And we have a bonus tip. In addition to all those principles that we just talked about, here's one that we want you to consider. When you are practicing affirming your spouse with authentic encouragement, try doing it publicly in front of family, in front of friends. It is such a powerful thing when you can affirm your spouse publicly.
0: You know, that is so true. I I think, you know, habit is such a difficult thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I often say to people and, you know, our audiences that habits, you know, we don't break a habit, right? We replace habits, right? Right. Um, you know, I mean, think about it. If if you, hopefully nobody, listeners, you know, have the habit of smoking. But, you know, when, if you, quote, break the habit of smoking, what generally happens, right? You end up maybe gaining weight because all you've done is replace the habit of nicotine with food, right? We replace habits, not break them. And where I'm going with this is I think oftentimes we create habits in our communication with our spouse. Mm. And unfortunately, sometimes publicly, where we use negative humor, you know, and and there's really no ill will. We're just trying to be funny or get a laugh. But that is such a spirit breaker, right, in marriage, uh, really in any relationship. So we want to encourage you, you know, to... It, to replace, if, if that describes you, or maybe a habit you've been trying to replace, uh, using negative humor um, with your spouse, particularly publicly, then replace it with affirmation, like authentic affirmation, where people, your friends, your family, hear you appreciate your spouse Letting them know in front of people that you see the goodness in them and it comes out of them all the time, even even or either as a parent or as a wife or husband, but it's important that we communicate that publicly. Mm. Right?
1: That's a good word. And and if that resonates with you, we just want to encourage you to replace it forever. Mm-hmm. Be consistent with public affirmations and um, just get rid of negative humor regarding your spouse when you're in the midst of family and friends.
0: Yeah, I think that's so big. Mm-hmm. Um, and, we, you know, we could add in there probably sarcasm as well. I know that's a big one for you, Steve. Right,
1: it is. It is. <laughs> so. We talked about that before. But so... Let's get on to a call to action as, as, it regards, as it relates to driving the red truck by delivering affirmations in your marriage. Yes. Using the principles that we've talked about today.
0: All right. So here is call to action number one. All right. I want you to think about all you know of the person of Jesus Christ from the stories in the gospel, right? What were God's characteristics? Now, remember, you know, the scripture says that that Jesus is the visible expression of the invisible God. So when we say, what were God's characteristics, or what are God's characteristics, we look at the person of Christ, right? So things like loving, kind, intelligent, um, full of grace, forgiveness, right? And when you come up with those things, when you think about those characteristics of Christ that you read about in those four Gospels, then put that on a list. Make a list of his characteristics on paper. That's your first call to action.
1: That can be so powerful because there are many times we talk to couples about the characteristics of Christ and they're at a loss for words because they truly haven't taken time to think about the individual words. They know Christ but then when it comes to to listing them, sometimes that it, it escapes them. So yeah. we encourage you to do that, especially write it down. That's so important.
0: Yes. And the and the more I think we humanize Christ, mm-hmm. right? The easier it is to think of his characteristics.
1: Oh, that's a good word. Right? Okay. Call to action number two. We want you to be on the lookout for those things those that the words on the list that you're gonna make, we want you to look be on the lookout for those things in your spouse. When it's timely, voice what you see. Mm-hmm. Great affirmations all often start with words like, I noticed you, I appreciate you, and then fill in the blank with the rest of what you've observed.
0: Yes. I really like that. Like going back to, you know, the mom who's helping little Johnny, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Get right. dressed. Honey, I noticed when, you know, Johnny was pushing back with, he wanted to wear that pink shirt, you know, with those, uh, I don't know. I
1: love the pink shirt. (laughs) Right.
0: All the patience that you (laughs) used with him. Right. Um, You know, that's really important, you know, to Mm -hmm. communicate it that way. I love that. So, and watch this. Call to action number three. If your spouse has a difficult time receiving your affirmation or encouragement, Double down on it. All right. Maybe you write it in words in a love letter. Mm. I mean, that's a great love letter. In fact, I, I think we did a podcast episode on
1: yes, we did, right?
0: Writing love letters to your spouse. And mm-hmm. I don't mean to be like corny here or anything, but there's nothing wrong with a good, solid, authentic love letter that communicates the character of Christ that you see in your spouse. Put it on paper for them to read and, you know, that way they can't just push back at you. They can read it a few times. Listen to me, friends. I know this is true. It will breathe life into your spouse. Mm, Not a doubt in my mind.
1: It'll be a keepsake.
0: Yes. So, (laughs) hey, folks, if you like being a part of the Red Truck Money, uh, uh, marriage community, Red Truck Money, (laughs) how about that? Uh, Red Truck Marriage Community. Please rate this podcast and write a review wherever you listen to this podcast, right? It really helps us get the Red Truck Marriage podcast to more people.
1: Yes, and we so appreciate that. We love walking with you as we all try to navigate marriage, and it's not good to do it alone.
0: Absolutely. Remember to always drive the red truck in your marriage. Bye for now.